This is Junk Drawer, a podcast of informal conversations about life and ministry at Seven Mile Road. Guys, today we're talking about preaching our pulpit ministry at Seven Mile Road. I think each of us would say that it matters a lot to us. We put a lot of time and effort and prayer into preaching here. Um, Part of our hope really is that our sermons at Seven Mile Road would be gospel-centered, right? That it would be centered on Jesus Christ and His work, that we would be preaching uh, biblically faithful sermons, that it's not even just our own opinions that we're sharing, but our source of truth, all that we are banking everything on is from God's word. Hmm. So we want to be faithful in in preaching here. Yeah, and and while those are true, we also always say that we want to preach relevant sermons that are applicable to people's lives, but also effective sermons. And I think especially as young preachers, that's something we have to highlight because we so badly want to be faithful to God's word, we want to say it rightly. Uh, that the emphasis can for us be make sure that we say faithful things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but part of our call as preaching is not just to transmit information, but to seek transformation. Yeah. And transformation requires not just faithful sermons, but effective sermons, right? Mm-hmm. We're not giving lectures where we can check a box and say we gave right truths to people. We're actually preaching to the hearts of people to see them changed on the spot. And so we're working so hard to try and mm-hmm. preach not only faithful sermons, but effective sermons. Yeah, and that takes a lot of intentional work because I guess in throughout the course of the week, you're reading commentaries, you're listening to sermons, and so you're swimming in the ocean of information that has to do with this text. And so you want to communicate everything you possibly learned. And while it's important to teach as much as you possibly can, uh, it's, it's not going to be helpful if it's just a conveying of information. I know that for me, I think you guys too, but I have a section of, uh, in my notes every week called trim the fat where I'm trying to say, here are all the things that are interesting to me because I've been swimming in this for a week, but they might not be relevant or necessary for the people to know. And so part of the hardest thing of, of preparation is what do you cut and what do you put into that section and say, that's not going to be preached this week. Yeah. 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 I remember, I mean, we're all young preachers, but when I was a younger preacher, even at Seven Mile Road beginning, it took a lot of learning to realize even through your, your help, what it looks like to get all of this stuff in your brain and even feel like I've got to let people know, like this is so important. And it takes a lot of time to realize, no, you've got to preach sermons that are actually hitting people, not just showing people that you, you've you studied for hours and hours. Yeah. I know everyone at Seven Mile Road is thinking, would you trim more fat because <laughs> your sermons are still long? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get, get us some lean, lean sermons. That is, I'm sure, what people hope. Uh, so we, we just wanted to take some time to share some of how we've approached uh, preaching here, some of our even philosophy of preaching and how we've thought through that. So yeah, I think one commitment we have beyond all that the Bible says about the place of preaching and all that, but just how that works itself out here in our local church. Uh, One commitment is a commitment to team preaching, right? Mm -hmm. That's something that we've tried to have be a real part, which is that our pulpit, uh, as much as God would allow, is not going to be driven by one person or one personality, but rather a team of preachers, of gifted preachers who are all going to come together. And I think Seven Mile Road is much healthier for having a team of preachers preaching God's word with different personalities and different voices each week, but still bringing out God's word. And that, that can feel different, right? I mean, that's obviously not what every church does. Right. So, uh, that... Yeah, and I think I remember you saying a new person coming here and, and you know maybe spending a month here and having seen three to four different faces yeah. mm. and that being different than perhaps their experience somewhere else. And there's just something to preaching. Like when, it, when it's a preaching week for me, I am exhausted after Sunday. Mm. So to be able to do that 52 times a year, I just, I can, I can imagine. I know you did it 
close to that or all of the first year of planting, but keeping that kind of a rhythm is, is really exhausting. And so to even share the load with other preachers, I feel like is healthy for our church, our own lives or families. So that's, that's also a healthy mm. rhythm that we can establish. Here. And I, and I think in doing that, one of the benefits for us is that hopefully what we're striving for is that the pulpit is never driven around one personality or mm-hmm. even one gifted preacher But God's word is what matters no matter what vehicle that comes through. And I remember one sort of anecdote that's always stuck in my mind is uh, I think they were interviewing, I I believe it was Phil Riken. And Phil Riken was becoming the pastor at 10th Presbyterian Church here in Philadelphia. Mm. And before that was James Montgomery Boyce. And he was this legendary preacher and well-known, right? right? And so I think they asked Riken something like, what is it like for you? to take on that, to fill in those shoes, to take on uh, Boyce's pulpit. And I think I remember Riken saying something to the effect of that James Montgomery Boyce had done such a good job of communicating God's word that the congregation fell in love with God's word so that as long as he was preaching faithfully, they were going to be fine with him. That's awesome. And I think that's what we're shooting for Mm -hmm. as well, is that we want to preach God's word in such a way that Seven Mile Road comes to love his word and if and if the word is rightly preached, yep. then it doesn't matter whose mouth. And, it comes and there from. is a difference, right? Especially with the age we live in, it's very easy to become a personality, whether it's through social yeah. media. And so we want to be very much in the way that we even preach, be communicating. God's word is what matters most, not the person preaching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For us, that doesn't mean that you know all of our preachers or elders will preach. Uh, equally or the same amount. We'll have different rhythms. We'll have different cadence as to who preaches and how often. But the idea, at least, is team preaching. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I've seen that, at least, ever since uh, I've been here, this idea of wanting to raise up preachers as much as we can. Uh, men who have a desire for that, a gifting for that. Uh, so one of the things I've seen us do here uh, time and time again is this preaching cohort. Uh, mm-hmm. helping men think through and develop in the craft of preaching. Mm-hmm. So everything from uh, how to study a text to how to develop a manuscript to actually practice preaching in front of a group yeah. of people, yeah. get, get feedback and, and critique. Uh, all of that has been uh, done many times over again. I myself have gone through that track and it's been wonderfully helpful mm-hmm. for me to just see things that I wasn't aware of and, and uh, develop skills that I just didn't have uh, to begin with. And so we've said that we want to keep doing that. And that isn't just for elders of the church, but uh, men in general that have a desire to do that in a gifting mm-hmm. uh, to figure out if there's a real opportunity for them to, to be able to preach as well. Yeah, even, even in going through something like a preaching cohort, our hope is that God would raise up more preachers and perhaps even raise up elders over the course of the life here at Seven Mile Road. Because even as we've rolled out this three-year vision, part of our hope really is to be able to see churches planted, whether that be regionally, nationally, globally. And we need preachers to be able to go into these neighborhoods and into our world to preach the gospel. Mm. They are pastors, but they are also very much proclaiming God's word. So our hope, our prayer, our dream is that God would raise up teams of preachers to be able to go out to effectively preach the gospel uh, in their context, right? Yeah, and when you say... We want to raise new leaders, new preachers that comes with something, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I remember hearing someone describe it sort of like a teaching hospital. Yeah. When you have a teaching hospital, you're going to have physicians that are just learning the craft mm-hmm. and, and learning as opposed to veteran folks who have a great deal of savvy. And so in the same way, you may not in a church that's trying to raise up preachers get polished, perfect sermons every week. 
you might get stuck with sermons that are less than perfect for sure, but that's part of the cost of, of raising up new preachers and, and a cost that we have to be ready to accept as we seek to raise up new preachers of God's word. Yeah. That's some of our thought on uh, preaching here at Savma Road. Be praying for the pulpit ministry here and pray that God would continue to raise up more preachers. Thanks for listening.